Hello and welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg, joined as always by... Beth. <laughs> it's the it's the anticipation of you saying your I'm, name. I'm here. Well, also, we have a little bit of lag going on, so oh, I was times. waiting for it. Listen, before we get started, I need to just yes. share something funny. Okay. Is it called a GIF if it's... Or GIF, G- not a GIF. GIF. But is it called a meme even if it's just something that has, like, words on it? It's an artistic rendering of a joke. I guess. Okay. okay. Here's what it is. This is what made me laugh this morning. Okay. Because um, it's in, we're in spooky season. It says, haunted house, haunted house for anxious people. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It says, one, it started 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Room one, <laughs> store about to close. Finish shopping while the cashier is annoyed. <laughs> Room two, a teacher randomly calling on people to read. Nah. 30 minutes of small talk. And it ends with a text that says, call me. No. <laughs> and then Sam from DVC Millennial, she responded earlier and this made me laugh. She was like, bonus room, you're back in high school, but at your current age and you don't remember anything. Also, you have to get into your locker. Yeah. And you're naked. <laughs> and you're naked. That made me laugh so hard this morning. <laughs> and if you're anxious. Wait, I've had dreams like semi-recently where I couldn't remember my locker combination. Weird. So it's funny that that's what she was. Mentioning. Well, she made a comment that like. My re- she says my monthly anxiety dream. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty far removed from school and locker, so it's probably yeah, just because no. I'm old. I but still remember if, it. If you're an anxious person, this was really funny to you, and if not, you probably <laughs> thought it was really lame. You're like, oh, whatever. Just made me laugh. Good stuff. Anyways, you did Anyways. a bunch of Disney things. Um, yeah. I want to hear about them because I've been waiting to hear about yeah. them. We went to Ohana, Ohana over at um, the Polynesian, and we went to a little thing called the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, mm-hmm. um, which I'd love to tell you about before we're joined by yeah. Steve to talk about his time Steve. as a cast member. Steve. Steve. Steven? Should we call him Good Steven? Steve. Okay. I heard he was like um, really big on TikTok. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got a last minute reservation for Ohana breakfast. And it's a big deal because as of the end of September, the characters are hanging out once again mm-hmm. at Ohana. They had not been visiting since uh, COVID, but they are back now. And it was, um, that was, yep. let's see. When you say last minute, how last minute are you talking? Let's see. The reservation was for Saturday at 1015 AM. And I got that reservation on Friday I don't know, like midday-ish, okay. somewhere in the afternoon, it's pretty good. kind of. Um, so I'm going to say less than 24 hours. I feel like breakfast is pretty easy to get at Ohana, though. Like I Well, don't... you'd think so. I was checking for that date for the last, like after they announced that they were coming back for the 27th, I've been checking mm-hmm. out like the first three, like the three weeks around that time when it came back September 27th, and I couldn't find one. Um, but the key is really last minute. You can also yeah. do the walk-up if you're physically there. Um, and the walk-up was available. We just, like, we were home. But anyway, I had gotten a reservation, so it was all good. Um, it's Mickey, Pluto, and Stitch that day. Lilo was not there visiting. I don't okay. know if that's a permanent thing or not. But we did overhear a server say to a guest who had asked, where's Lilo? And, like, their, their I'm going to say their Disney answer was, Lilo was at Typhoon Lagoon getting surf lessons. Mm. Um, which is, you know, their way of saying that there's no Lilo she today. She ain't there. And then, um, so, you know, we, we sat down... Um, I got snubbed with the bread because I was there with someone with a food allergy. So like that first little round of, co- I think it's sweet coconut bread or something. Yeah. I did, they never brought it up. <gasps> that's, that's whatever. What? So um, we just missed the characters. So like they had just passed our table before, you can tell before we sat down. So we went 60 minutes before the wow. characters got to our table, which is not necessarily a complaint. It's just that like. But you can get, you can, they get you in and out there. Like. They'll get you in and out pretty quickly. Our server told us, expect this to be a 70-minute adventure. And oh. legit, on the 70-minute mark, we were wrapping up. It's, it was so funny. Interesting. Um, because it took about 60 minutes for the characters to get there. And then we got all three and then we left. But anyway, um, so we had, you know, I think, I don't know who was over first. But I always get to do the same thing. Whenever I see Mickey, I always tell him you're the best boss I ever had. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice way to, to break down the barrier of how mm-hmm. he thinks the interaction is going to go. Because he knows he knows I'm on the same team, and uh, so we got a couple of pictures with the with the the big cheese. Um, obviously, Pluto was over as well. And then when Stitch came over, by the way, I'm, I was wearing my Stitch shirt. Stitch comes over, and I was like, "Stitch, you're on my shirt." So like, you know, we're posing, and he was all yeah. about it. And then Nicole looks over, and she's like, "Where's Lilo?" 
Uh, is she? Where's Lilo? Is she on a power update? Don't give me that baloney about how she's getting surf lessons on Typhoon Lagoon. And so Stitch takes a second to realize what Nicole's saying is power yeah. update. As you may remember in the news that Disney offered all cast member, all uh, eligible cast members, two additional days off and called them power mm. updates. So um, Stitch like went to go react and then realized what Nicole said and they did like the the laughing like hand on the heart laughing and like was like yeah. shaking his head laugh like Stitch needed a minute yeah um to to cut through Nicole's comments um because he was probably like the... yeah inside he's like yeah she didn't show up for work today <laughs> no no we don't, we don't know we don't know but um but we had a great we had as we usually do we had a great character interaction mostly because of Nicole because she's the, what I call the character whisperer. She's yeah. always getting them to to react and whatnot. We got a, a bunch of how great pictures, the, I think. And how was the food? Food was excellent. It was the fresh fruit to start out? Um, some biscuits. Nicole got some gluten free bread. The skillet was eggs, ham, um, uh, pork based sausage, bomb potatoes. Mm. They were just so 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 good. Brown sugar pineapple chunks, Ooh. which I didn't think would be like a big deal until I ate them, and I was like, more more of these. Yeah. Things. That sounds um, great. Mickey waffles and Stitch waffles as well, which is cool. So, like, you know, the Mickey are always Mickey shaped, but they, they have like right. the round ones that will have like, uh, I think Simba on them at over at um, mm-hmm. Boma, I want to say. Maybe Tusker has too. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but for sure over at Boma. And uh, so there's Stitch over there. They've had Darth oh. Vader on them over in Hollywood Studios for, at certain quick service Stitches. restaurants. Um, and we did hit the 70 minute mark. And we did also get a card that had like their like drawing, like art, you know, art. Um, yeah drawings of them and then their um signatures signatures were already on it so we got a little handout so as to expedite the meet and greets in the restaurant cool um we had a nice seat um nicole faced the window that overlooked the castle but we were all, like, if you're in the restaurant we were all the way to the left like along that glass wall so we were overlooking okay. the marina over there where the, those little boats come in and out it was honestly i mean it's a beautiful place to begin with but like yeah. we always we always luck out with the seats we get in there. I feel like we're always on the lately we've always been on the perimeter somewhere mm-hmm. where we're able to look out a window, which yeah. is where the smaller tables are. So, so I feel like we lucked out there. Um, and it, what's funny was as I was putting together thoughts um, to talk about on this episode, I was like, oh, did I only go to um, Ohana this week? And I'm flipping through. So I always like go through my gallery on my phone to be like, what did I do this week? Because you know sometimes seven days passes. I'm like, I don't remember. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I went to the Halloween party, you big dope. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that what am I doing? That you were out in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah all night, right? Because we don't, we don't really do late night events anymore. Mm-hmm. This was, I'll say, the most low-key Halloween party we've done. So we've done them a couple okay. of times. This is our first true Halloween party in a little bit because last year was the Boo Bash. We didn't do it. And then the, the, uh, 2019 was the last time we went to a, a Halloween party because obviously they didn't exist mm-hmm. in 2020. So we've, we've done like the stressful thing of trying to jam in way too much stuff in five hours and truly five because you can get there at four, but nothing from the event starts, um, you know, until right. seven o'clock. It's just extra time to get candy mainly. Well, I mean, because the candy, the treat trails don't open until seven either, right? So like nothing starts oh, yeah, at seven, true. but you can at least get in there already be in the park. So we, we rolled uh, in around six-ish in the six o'clock hour. We went right to Cosmic Ray's. And um, and ate because we wanted to make sure we got in a meal. If we didn't, I would be binge eating candy, and that's mm-hmm. not great. So it was no rules. I got the burger a la Greg, which is the mm-hmm. cheeseburger there with be- uh, peanut butter. What? With barbecue sauce. It would be gross with peanut butter. Barbecue sauce <laughs> and ranch. It's the one-two combo that I love the most. And mm-hmm. um, and I think this could work for, for you, even if you're not going to a Halloween party. If you are going to a Christmas party later this year, would recommend this. Getting there around that time and eating so that, like, you know, the thing about that is you're able to go eat at 6. The park technically closes at 6. But Cosmic Rays, as an example, wherever you went, is still open. But you have to show your wristband to get in. So it's less crowded. There's certainly mm-hmm. more tables. But they don't have mobile order because then any guest could order. And there's no way right. to differentiate, like, who's there for the party. So I can't believe this is a complaint. But it's 2022. And I'm so used to, and I guess, spoiled by mobile order. Like, having to wait online was annoying yeah. because... I'm with Nicole who has a food allergy and it's not her fault, but it always takes a little longer. Whereas if you mobile order, you can like, you can do something else while you're waiting for the food. And her food came out and mine came out almost, I think we were at like 13 minutes after her food came out. I had to ask and I hate asking because it's never the cast member that you see. It's not their fault. But I said, can we check on my food? And she's like, oh, you know, it's it must be coming out. They're waiting on fries. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I saw someone bring over a bring. And like, I can see the trays of food. Like there's no single item. Yeah. She had to call back to have it made because it had been so long. Yikes. But guys, strange. But I always feel bad having asked, but it's like, come on now. 
Um, so no mobile order, but you can order stuff. We went right to Storybook Circus because we wanted to do our our jam of a meet and greet, mm-hmm. which was, of course, Donald. Donald. Donald was in his pumpkin costume, which is outrageous. Totally outrageous. Followed by Daisy and Minnie. And this was all back there in Dumbo's tent, which we which realized... Which surprised Nicole... they put him in a pumpkin considering all the candy corn stuff that they've come out with with him. Well, like, how could they not put him... in candy corn, just not here. He's that in oh, Disneyland. Okay. Um, I think. Actually, don't quote me on that. Is that true? They have their handmade costumes there. I'm pretty sure he is. But... Um, so anyway, Donald's hanging out in his pumpkin, and you know we're we're chatting up Donald. I always tell him like you know I am her husband, but you're really her number one, and mm-hmm. like that always gets Donald to laugh and stuff. And then we go over to Daisy, and I think I, I that's right. I posted it to our our Instagram because I wound up getting a photo where it looks like Daisy and I are having a speed t- a what a tea spilling conversation uh-huh. about stuff. And um, I'm sure I've talked about how my instinct is to go to like, mm-hmm. you know, say, sassy girl, say yeah, yes. <laughs> sassy woman, saying things like you better work. Yeah. So um, uh, I did the. Uh, we were just we were talking up her outfit because she was looking good mm-hmm. um, with her costume on, and I was you know Nicole mentioned her shoes, and I was like Daisy, you're looking good top to bottom, tens, tens, tens across the board. <laughs> And like she paused and then pointed at me and like put her hand her hand over her heart. So I'm guessing Daisy watches RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race on the, on the she weekend. She knows. She knows. Yes, absolutely. We just had a, a fun interaction and we got our our photo with Minnie, and um and that was it. There we did probably every I think we hit every treat trail there, and we've mentioned this before. As the night goes on, they get more generous with the candy. Yeah. To the point where um we were going through Tortuga Tavern for the second time later in the night. One, because it's rarely open, so it was just nice mm-hmm. to walk around back there. And be like, oh. And two, um, we had someone watching our dog for the night um, so that we could actually go out and enjoy herself, and she would still get her la- her late night walk, her, um, her last walk and stuff. So we should probably bring back some candy for, for, the, for the kids of our dog sitter. And um, we each, like, our bags were just about full. Like, this next handful of candy was going was gonna to top off our bags. Yeah. So um, the the cast member is like did this big giant scoop to put in my bag, and jokingly, but I kind of knew what I was doing. Yeah. I was like jokingly, I was like, oh man, with that much candy, I could. Uh, uh, I almost. It's almost like I need a second bag. And she's like, oh, would you want one here? She flips open a bag and fills it completely up oh and hands gosh. it to me. And I was like, you just saved us so much time. So much time. Thank yeah. you so much. Seriously. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, they're just giving that away you just for one hundred and fifty dollars for your trick or treating candy. Well, the thing is, like, in the last two years, we haven't really gotten a lot of kids. Here. I know, which is interesting to me. Um, but... Maybe it's because we put a sign outside that says "Sorry, no candy." Um, <laughs> we just don't like the doorbell ringing a lot because it drives Reba crazy. So, yeah. where do y'all really the... have a sign that says oh, that? Yeah, we really do. Yeah. <gasps> well, you could just put a bowl out and have it's, kids take I, their own. You know what? Everybody, they get enough candy. I'm not being a Grinch here. It just is what it is. Everyone's gonna well, I, I, Greg. I spread magic as best I can, and it's just Talk not this one particular time. Um, <laughs> just um, so we, we wound up getting a lot of candy, which, which is, which is cool. Uh, or also dangerous cause now I'm eating candy like mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. And, uh, we did the fireworks. We skipped the stage show. We, it's the same, even yeah. though there's a new Hocus Pocus movie, it's the same old storyline. No, nothing against it. We've right. just seen it a bunch. We obviously rode pirates cause they have the live actors on it. And we had a great night. We were there just about midnight. Um, it's, it's weird. I didn't walk out of there like completely exhausted. If that makes sense. I feel like yeah. we did everything we wanted to do. Um, and just didn't stress and it was really we didn't dress up either we just had our halloween shirts on like that like that dip dye orange purple and black kind of one from I do think they still do year. the headless horseman or no headless horseman did precede okay. the um boo to you parade we did catch the second parade because we know what we're okay. doing and uh we watched it over by frontierland i had um the beef pastry <laughs> that i was calling it mm-hmm. the um it's like uh did you have you seen this it, it's it's like a pu- not a puff pastry but it's kind of like a deep fried hot pocket okay. um inside was buffalo chicken with you know uh, probably Sounds some good. type of cheese in there it was okay it was like not the okay. best but not the worst i don't Where'd think i get, get it, it again um the little uh thing that's outside of pecos bill that used to be mcdonald's way yes. back in the day i can never yeah. golden outpost i think it might be called yeah something like that um it was okay. I don't know that I'd get it all the time. It's only available during the party, so it's possible you'll never even have it. Right. Um, but if you if you are going in the next two weeks, I don't know. I don't know that I'd get it again. I did eat it at like 11 o'clock at night, though, because I, yeah. I ate it while I was waiting for the parade. Um, I don't know that I would eat it that late ever again. Not for the stomach. No. 
Well, good. Well, it sounds like you just did a lot of things. Yeah. And um, um, it's weird. Uh, it feels like Halloween is over now because I did yeah, the party. Yeah, because you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have the Christmas party coming up the first week it, it starts, which means it's going to feel like Christmas, Christmas is over. Are, we, it's so um, strange. We were talking about how we're just ready to decorate for Christmas now. And it, we still have a couple weeks before Halloween. So, you know, we're making it. I did order some Christmas merch from Shop Disney and it came in today. I was wearing it. But wow. Nicole very smartly told me to take it off before I ate dinner because I would have spilled food all over it because I'm very sloppy. Very she knows sloppy. you very well. She knows you very well. I have to tell you, Beth, um, right. out loud in front of the room, how mm. we or how I was introduced to our guest. So mm. Nicole and I are enjoying our wings, which, by the way, wings is a terrible thing to be eating when you're about to meet somebody because they're a little like sloppy, right? So we're in yeah. the brewing, um, so which, beautiful. yeah, the brewing booth if you will, the Odyssey building in Epcot for food and wine and um, Nicole and her thing. And we knew my coworker, Kathy, was going to be there and she's going to have some friends and um, who might be with her. So, um, and Nicole, my wife and Kathy had met because, you know, Kathy and I worked together. But anyway, so by the way, down at least four or five garlic Parmesan wings. So like I'm messy <laughs> to best. begin with. Yeah, we both have terrible breath. And then um, Kathy's friend, Steve, walks over. Steve! And we get the and poor Steve uh, gets the ambush. Hey, uh, this is my friend Greg. He hosts a podcast. He likes talking to cast members. You want to be a guest on his podcast? So here we are, Steve. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> thank you welcome so much. in, Steve. <laughs> thank you. Thanks thank for you. saying yes. Also, I'm starting to think that Kathy's first name is coworker. Coworker Kathy. Because you're always like uh, coworker Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. So uh, Steve, we're excited to have you. And I made the joke because um, I kind of talked about that interaction a little bit um, when it happened. And my question to you all, which I think you all interpreted as a joke as a setup to a joke um, was what do you call a group of skippers? Like you might call a pride of like a pride of lions, right? Or a murder of crows. And if I remember correctly, I think you, we ended up on either a giggle of skippers or it was supposed to be a groan, but I think one mm. of us misheard it as groin, which I think is funnier, uh, a groin of skippers. So I guess giggle we'll, was my we'll favorite. There. I think a giggle. All, all applicable. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we can unpack some of them. Maybe not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> So Steve, you've done a bunch of things and we'll we'll go through these as we go here, but just let me let me let everyone know where you've been. So you've worked on Haunted Mansion, Pirates yep. of the Caribbean, Hall of Presidents, the Tiki Room, Magic Carpet area. Um you also refer to yourself as an area facilitator. I'd like to know more about that. I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. And um more locally to where you live now, you also worked with Mary Poppins on Broadway, which is like such a wide spectrum, I think if you ask me of stuff so what was the what was the attraction you worked on for the most amount of time jungle cruise is largely my home uh that's where i started back in oh gosh 2008 um in the in the old days you know the way things used to be Mm -hmm. um (laughs) we were just talking about the golden era (laughs) of course you know i i notice uh amongst a lot of my cast member friends you know they always say well when i was your age you know this is how the the attraction used to run and so you know a lot of uh (laughs) kind of nostalgia and looking back on how things change Mm -hmm. and how things update and you know it's it's all delightful in its own aspect but yeah jungle cruise is really my uh my home started there in 2008 and uh i was seasonal for several years uh started off as full-time went seasonal and back to that comment of you know how things change you know back in the in the 2000s you could be seasonal and work three four five six shifts a year and maintain your status which yeah. of course working in the parks now is you, we don't have that luxury so yeah. no uh, how long is training for jungle meaning like i'm um, obviously you got to learn a script and stuff right but how how long before you get to sail your own boat so to, to my recollection i think it was five or six days of training might have been six. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'd tack on an extra day if somebody needed a little more, uh, a little more of a nudge in the right mm-hmm. direction. Um, but you know, a lot of people were very intimidated because of the spiels. Um, yeah. But as a as a trainer, I uh, I took pride with a lot of my trainees to say, day two, you're going live on this boat. I'm, you're <laughs> gonna we're gonna get people on there. You're gonna start mm-hmm. talking to them. That's the only way people got comfortable. And they I'd say should... you never never going to see him again <laughs> so yeah what i was like matter? <laughs> what they should have done was put a bunch of skippers on the boat and the whole thing was you can't laugh at any of the jokes and just make them do the spiel 
why <laughs> none of you guys have any reaction. I'm like, it can't get any worse than that. So if you can make it through that, then you're good to go. We used to do that. Well, not to that full extent, but we yeah. would put three or four skippers on the boat and it would be just an empty boat and you'd be, you know, spilling to the plants. And that was fine. <laughs> you know, it didn't I'd really help with that. your comic timing, but. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, I have always made this argument and maybe you can confirm or deny this. Uh, let's talk about costumes because I feel like it's the frumpiest costume in the park. I'm like, and they just look like they're super uncomfortable. So maybe you can bring some, something to light for me with that. Oh, I, I wish I could say, Beth, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, they just, I'm like, you can be, you could have like the greatest figure ever. And those costumes make you look so frumpy. You got to hike them up. Yeah. And they just look so uncomfortable. We jokingly referred to them as burlap sacks. I mean, it was (laughs) seriously the, the, uh, it's not too far off. Um, I, I, you know, my days of jungle was before they had the patches. So I can't even imagine how probably those scratchy patches probably feel, you know, on a nice, nice balmy summer, July (laughs) day. (laughs) So hot. Balmy, hot summer days. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always joked that I'm going to be a skipper one day once they figure out the technology to have each individual boat air conditioned, because I feel like that's where Mm -hmm. I belong in life. I just can't (laughs) survive the heat. Mm -hmm. So um, your typical day as a as an actual skipper, not necessarily training, but like being a, a true skipper. Um, what is like what is a, a a typical day? So how many? If you had to guesstimate, like how many rounds around the river you're doing? Talk, walk us through that, or trying... sail us through that. Yeah, of course, of course. I, I love the tie-in. Thank you, thank you, Greg. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll be here all week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe we had counted somewhere between fifteen and seventeen trips was the average you would usually do two to three three if the rotations weren't working as they're supposed to um but two if they were um and you would rotate between what we'd call land a land post and then Mm. um and then the boat so it was helpful to kind of uh you know allow you to uh you know have a break between one and the other um some of us really loved spieling and i loved yeah. spieling so we'd we'd call those marathon days and it'd be like just put me on the boat and i'm happy to just go through my spiel load guests on load guests off um and so, that, so if you that... wanted to stay there you could like if you just wanted to stay on the boat longer they were like you can just stay there i had to be arranged but yeah yeah they, okay we cool you know as a coordinator there, you were able to kind of uh, finesse the system and try and keep your cast happy, which was really important. Yeah, for sure. Love a good finesse. Um, yes. <laughs> this is this is like a silly question, okay, Steve? But since you said you like spieling and you sometimes maybe volunteered to, to do it longer, what did you like about it? Like, what, what was the thing that kept you coming back? <sighs> you can usually latch on to at least one person on the boat that was like in it. Mm-hmm. And they, you mm-hmm. know, you might have had a, <laughs> you might have, Greg's raising his hand. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's me. I'm always, so, <laughs> I'm like, I know, I'm always giggly. Doug's like, this isn't funny. And I'm like, I don't care. It it's is. just stupid funny. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And so there's, you know, and you, you would always take those experiences with you. And, and that was always kind of it for me. I could always at least find out one person who's like, you know, really kind of, they're engaged in it. They're laughing, they're interacting with you. And that's kind of what made the job so fun. You know, it's, it's not the people that are you know, bless their hearts, not really paying attention or just there for the photo ops and that kind of stuff. But they're there to really kind of enjoy the attraction as it was designed, which is, uh, you know, to kind of listen to the the skipper tell their tale. And, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of ownership and pride that goes into that from the people that give those boats. And, uh, and that was fun. I'll, I'll share with you actually my, uh, my favorite interaction, if you're interested. Yes, of course. I used to do, and we can actually too talk about we had um, sort of scripted jokes and unscripted jokes. And so one of my more unscripted moments was um, I'd do this bit and I'd usually pick out a kid and I would say, what's your favorite ride? And usually the first response back would be like Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, any of the mountains without fail. <clears throat> and uh, of course, I'd suddenly go deaf and I'd say, I can't hear you. Did you say Jungle Cruise? And so it would escalate one on top of the other. And they'd finally at the end, they'd be shouting at me, Space Mountain. And then I completely ignoring them would say their favorite rides, Jungle Cruise. And, they, <laughs> and, you know, and then the, the, the boat would be applauding and the kid would kind of sit, sit there like kind of aggravated, you know. Yeah. And so it was it was just a great moment but i uh i did that whole interaction with a with a little kid one day and um she was probably uh seven or eight little girl um 
but apparently did not identify as a princess. So at the end, I said to her, have a great day, princess. And she looked at me in her kind of tomboyish grin. And she said, I'm not a princess, you turd. And turned around and just walked off the boat. And the mother was the mother was absolutely mortified. Um, and it turd. was just, it was so good. I Sounds was like, like never... the mother was probably used to those interactions from her <laughs> child. <laughs> Like I've never been called a turd before. I was like, but I'm, I'm say, honored. <laughs> I am yeah. not calling enough people a turd. I need to bring yeah. that back into rotation. There's a, lot, there's a lot of turds out there. Well, let's talk about unscripted and scripted jokes. Do you think you would like? Did you enjoy it because you more went off script, or you pretty much stuck to it? Like, I got. I honest. enjoy it. I enjoy the off script stuff the most, probably. But that's that's the funny thing. So I. uh I had my share of jokes, but I always kept it family friendly. That was, that was the one main thing, you know, you don't, I, I had some coworkers who would go way, way, way off script and Mm -hmm. it was, it was enough to make you kind of cringe. Um, but I always kept it family friendly and PG and I would say probably 90% of my crews was, uh, followed the operational guidelines, but you know, I always put a spin on them that made it authentically me. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what kind of made the crew so enjoyable. I think I gave a really good boat. Um, I trained there and coordinated and um, so I I stuck largely to the script. Okay. I'm just envisioning and not to be morbid, but when you pass away one day on your headstone, it just says, Steve gave good boat. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's how I want to be remembered. Gave a good Mm -hmm. boat. Well, (laughs) good old Steve, the skipper. So uh, I, I, there was one of my favorite things that I used to kind of edit. So like we had a, one of the scripted jokes was, you know, there's a dock on your left and there's a dock on your right. Confuses guests. That's why we call it a paradox. Very kind of run of the mill, you mm-hmm. know, standard OG joke groaner, right? So I would always do that as my unload joke, but then I would pause and I would take a big breath and I would proceed to laugh at my own joke for as long as I could <laughs> to the point where I would bring the boat in, the boat would be docked. The unloaders would be ready to, let the guests off the boat, but I would still be laughing. (laughs) And so the guests wouldn't know, do I stand up? Do I, what do I do? And, and that was more for my enjoyment, for the skipper's enjoyment, Mm -hmm. uh, and to just kind of confuse the guests. And it, it always worked fantastically. And I was like, I'm staying in the OG, but I'm also kind of putting my own little spin on it Mm -hmm. where, you know, I I can, I could, you know, entertain myself as, as it was. Did you ever feel like, did you ever get nervous on those? Like, I always cringe a little bit when we're backed up at the, like when you're backed up at the docking thing. Cause I'm like, Oh great. Now they have to kind of like riff here. And that would just, I would be so like scared. I loved, that was my favorite bit to okay. do. I would just, I could rattle stuff off. I mean, I yeah. was there for so long. It, it got to a point where, you know, you would do the wishes fireworks uh, preview. I would do that a lot, which was you just really holding the microphone to your mouth and making exploding noises. Um, <laughs> That was one I would do that. I a lot. haven't had that one. That's actually uh, a really good one. I'm dating myself because I don't know what is it now. Celebrate forever, whatever it's called. The, <laughs> it's the enchantment. Yes. Enchanted. No, it's enchantment. not, Greg. Yes, Shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, I know those. What uh, is it? The... Celebrate forever. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Uh, you yeah. know what? It might as well be at this point. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> the uh, they, awesome. you know, I, I know that the uh, fireworks have such a visceral reaction amongst current cast members, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was yeah. always wishes. That was that was my uh, tenure. Have you been um, on the new Jungle Cruise lately? Like with when they've since they've done all the updates? I did. Yeah, I went on it actually uh, the same weekend that I met Greg, and uh, it was my first time ever on it. Um, I thought it was really charming. I thought the okay. updates were cute. Um, Hopefully, you had. I a good really skipper. had no. The skipper was good. She was okay. charming. She was. She was tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and that, that and I mean that's uh, yeah absolutely. I mean if you're doing it. But, um, you know, we, I, I like walking through and kind of, um, poking at some of the skippers and being like, mm-hmm. you know, well, what about this? What about that? And people usually feed right into it. Yeah. Um, so we had, we had fun. The, um, the little spider that used to attack you while you're waiting in the queue, mm-hmm. um, got removed. And so, you know, I had, I was, I was aghast. I, I was, <laughs> and so I, I went up to a skipper. I said, what, where is this spider? And they're like, oh, yeah. it escaped. And then I said, I'm a, I'm a, I said, you know, I'm an ex-skipper. I, I shared that at that point. And she said, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you know, we're, we've, <laughs> it's out of service. We're attached it to a leash and dragging it along the dock now or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, would you mind explaining a little bit? Cause I, I bet there are people out there um, listening to this now who maybe forgot about the spider and now you're mentioning it. I'm like, oh, that's right. There was a spider. Oh, so sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear the, uh, the other side of that and how that worked. Yeah. So I, uh, there, we had a 
a, a spot in the attraction that we called Grouper Merge. Who knows if it's still called that now? But um, it's where the Fast Pass line essentially meets, or gosh, Genie Plus. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm using probably a lot of I know, right? terminology. It's Lightning Lane. I'm tracking with you. I'm tracking with you. The fireworks show is Enchantment, and it's called the Lightning Lane. <laughs> Great. Genie Plus. Celebrate forever and <laughs> Fast to Go Go. <laughs> Watch the next like thing be Celebrate Forever. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> be like guys you heard it here first steve knew yeah, that they were gonna call exactly, it exactly yeah anyway so where the lines merge tomorrow. yeah um so where the lines merge and um you know you have a, a ratio to make sure that you're moving everyone in lightning lane versus standby um and so uh my goal there was always to look so busy that people would have an appreciation of the work that you're doing <laughs> because it's a lot you're you're counting yeah. heads you're sending them left right up down um but what made it all worthwhile was that there was a spider right there at that at that location, and it was inside a, a small little wooden cage. Mm-hmm. And the kids would lean in and kind of like try and stick their fingers in the cage and try and like see if it you know interacts. But we actually had an automated uh, a button rather that would mm-hmm. allow the cage to lunge forward. Um, and so, you know, I got some pretty good yelps from some of the kids there, you know, <laughs> that would be leaning in to look at it. And then, you'd yeah. let, you know, you have the cage leap forward and the kids would, ah, you know. You're like, hopefully this kid who's been a pain in the butt in the line gets close to it. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'd be doing. Yep. <laughs> now, I know there's a whole thing about how you can uh, send jokes in if you want to try to get them in the whole like loop. Did you ever do that? Were you ever interested in doing that? Yeah, I never really had anything. I was notorious among my friends group for telling what's termed the Cheerio joke. And it's it's really kind of a it's a it's a joke teller's joke. And it essentially you can bring this. We don't have time in the podcast for it. I mean, it, it, it could, you could build it out for 45 minutes. And it's just a, it's this exasperating, long winded story that you just keep adding on and on and on to it. And then the end punchline is that they you know there's this person that's waiting to get a glass of milk and then there's the the line is so long for the glass of milk and then it's so long for the soda and then they go and you know look for the to get the glass of punch and they look and there was no punch line and that's how the joke ends uh. so exactly <laughs> so i i gave you you know the the elevator the short pitch version of it. yeah but a lot of my friends were like oh you got to do the cheerio joke and i was like there's not enough paper (laughs) yeah it would they would it would take the whole route they would a lot of the leaders would um you know would sit in and and listen on our different spiels and be like oh well that's you know that's kind of within the realm of an og joke even though it's not listed on paper Mm. so they would ultimately get some of those in there which was good i can't think of any off the top of my head though yeah Um, and just to be clear for everybody, OG is not the the phrase that we would use as to mean like original, original. but op- operating guideline or operational guideline or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is the OG that, yep. that Steve's talking about. Um, also, when I hear OG, I think Olive Garden. So I don't really know what that means about <laughs> my life. Um, Somebody wants some pasta. Some things I've heard about the ship. The ships? They're not ships. Those are little oh, boats. Okay. The boats. Um, the boats. Uh, I, I think we all know. So I don't think this is ruining the magic here at all. I think we know that they're on they're on a track because you've seen the skipper like pretend to steer <gasps> what? by like by like wildly turning the yeah. wheel and nothing. Oh, happens, they just right? keep turning it this way. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but um, I do know that you can control the speed, and I've heard that you're you're pretty much told to go um, full throttle for most of it, but not all boats move at the same speed. So there is Absolutely. still a little bit of like I guess you could say skill involved. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to have a good uh, awareness of your surroundings. Uh, you know, sometimes if a if a ride vehicle went down, you know, you have to keep your eyes on that and be prepared to throw that throttle into reverse to stop the boat from bumping into another one. Um, and and as you mentioned, Greg, that yeah, some of the boats were known to go faster than others. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh no, I'm on the Ida, or oh no, I'm on the Annie, and and you know, this is the the notoriously slow boat so you'd have to kind of like bring your spiel down to talking like this you know to <laughs> our butterflies have a wingspan that starts yeah. at you know and so you'd yeah. have to kind of <laughs> slow up or speed down your spiel um but yeah some of the some of the boats were a little bit speedier than others and you know you'd know to kind of throw it into neutral for a few seconds just to not catch up with the boat in front of you or yeah make sure that the boats are paced between the scenes what scenes. happens though when your when your boat goes down when it's not operational? Did that actually happen to you? You were mid mid river and it yeah. just crapped out. Occasionally, yeah. I mean, with any ride operation, they there's a rescue procedure, so the boat would be essentially towed in and pushed back for repair. 
but you know you would have to it'd be a process because you'd have to kind of cycle out the votes mm. which is really hard when they all move in a circle <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> one of the questions i wanted to ask you what is your favorite part of the jungle cruise what is something that's just near and dear to your heart Shirley's Temple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weirdest lull of a ride. Anyway, you didn't, I'm not it the one answering weird. this question. So what is your favorite part? I, I truly loved the backside of water just because okay. it, it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> and it makes absolutely no sense. And the and the and the guests I mean, I still to this day don't get it. And and you still you just learn to lean into it as much as you possibly yeah. could. It's like the Disney joke. Like it's like you if you know you know. It's one of those yeah. like if you know you know. Everyone's excited about it for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably my favorite. I also, you know, there was a lot of like, you know, fun little um, bits throughout jungle that, you know, at least prior to the refurb, I'm I'm, I'm not sure how much of it is still existing. Mm -hmm. Um, But the attacking natives, which of course now is not very PC and removed, but they used to yell, I love disco. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there was the there was the disco thing, and then the backside of the um, the Casablanca plane. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that if they mm-hmm. reskinned that or what, but uh, we also have a hidden mini, which a lot of people don't know about. Hmm. Where is that? Um, so uh, the hidden mini is as you are exiting the temple mm-hmm. on the left hand side, the second to last column. Minis, it's her profile. So it's 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 her profile, and it's um, like an, the indentations of the rock form her profile. Mm. It's look for that. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, it's super. Uh, not not a lot of people know, but it was yeah. always pointed out in the um, Keys to the Kingdom tour, Disney and uh, yeah, okay. all those fun things. You're your first Fascinating. Guys. There are many reasons to respect your skipper because they're going around 15 to 17 times mm-hmm. on average a day doing the same spiel, but um, in the heat often, but how would you describe the, the break area for, for jungle? Oh gosh. Uh, hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, we, the air conditioning has always been a challenge in the area and uh, we do have a, we do have a small break area. There was a small break area that was uh, air conditioned, mm. um, but we used to have a, essentially a, a little, uh, tent over the water <laughs> um in the back break area kind of off where the boats are stored for maintenance um it's yeah. like right over where all the mosquitoes like to breed it's really beautiful <laughs> if you've yeah. ever been back there <laughs> pretty gnarly oh man so um in addition to jungle cruise you've done a couple of other things in the area including the tiki room the magic all the carpets yeah. all the presidents can we talk about that by yeah, the way Yeah, let's talk about that Never t- spoken to anyone who's worked Hall of Presidents. Makes sense, ah. though, because it's also Liberty Square area, and you worked also Haunted Mansion and whatnot. But um, did you hate it? Um, let me not ask that. I, I don't ever go on the attraction, because I just yeah, don't want to sleep. But what is it like working there? <laughs> Hall of Presidents was the complete antithesis to any other attraction that I worked. And so it was nice because it was a break from the go, 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 go. In the heat, go, go. Yeah. And, you know, there was essentially three posts that we would work within Hop. Okay. Um, there was a greeter. There was one person inside the rotunda and there was one person in the theater. Um, and it was so low impact. So mm-hmm. like quiet. Uh, yeah. Re- yeah. It was it was just a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also would would uh, would say I also got some of the craziest guest interactions there because it was people who would like just find their way like into Liberty Square. They wouldn't know where they're going. Um, it's like, what's and, this? Yeah, probably looking they, for a bathroom and doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they like, come. Be like, we have air conditioning. It's very <laughs> right. Yeah, sit down. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, usually they'd be like, "We're Splash Mountain," and I'd you know look up the street like there it is you know <laughs> so just a lot right of there lot outside of, yeah um do you ever have it, any it was... guests like really trying to get into like the like political conversations oh yeah okay yeah yeah it was i i left during uh while barack obama was being featured um and i had a couple people being like so when you i'm trying to remember who he was running against mitt romney i think uh, who knows uh, who knows <laughs> anyways i had a couple people going you know what i'm gonna be back here next year and i'll i'll see i'll see the refurbishment be like all right oh that 
this is <laughs> the line was always like you know this is a place that we're trying to be respectful of of the presidency not the president you know yeah and and you know good for you on your opinion but <laughs> first off i'm not paid enough to have <laughs> to have this interaction right. with you <laughs> right lord or nor do i want to yeah i could imagine you get some some interesting people in there yeah for sure. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the climate gets so charged nowadays. It, it's yeah. it, who would have thought that hall of presidents would be the most controversial attraction at Magic well, I'm Kingdom, actually but... surprised that like, they haven't had more guests, like trying to destroy some of the, um, some of the animatronics, you know what yeah. I mean? Like just cause people are that crazy. So mm-hmm. you know what? I say, we just, we just close it. <laughs> well, <laughs> put it somewhere else. <laughs> just leave we it open. Have a... open. We used to have a very silly uh, video that got passed around from friends, and it was called "The Hall of Inaccurate Presidents," and it was just in the in the you know very presidential announcer voice. At the time, it was Morgan Freeman, yeah. but they were just rattling off nonsensical names. <laughs> you should try and find it on YouTube. It's excellent. Oh, okay. We'll have to look that and, up. Yeah, because that does sound hilarious. Yeah. That sounds like something I would like to watch. <laughs> yeah, very silly. Love it. Yeah, that does sound like a, uh, I was just thinking, it does sound like a great attraction for someone who, like, just can't, doesn't really want to do the whole, like, hustle and, hustle and bustle sure. of all of it, so. Yeah, we had um, some cast members there that were kind of legacy cast members, and, you know, they kind of wanted a break from, yeah you know, throwing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people through an, a, through an attraction every hour, and, mm-hmm. you know, they got to enjoy their break, and, and good on them. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Haunted Mansion. Did you love Haunted Mansion? It's like one of my I favorites. I loved so. Mansion. Mansion and Jungle were my two favorites. Good. Um, Mansion seems I, like it would be pretty fun because you really don't have to be like, come on in, folks. Like you get to actually be negative exactly and like creepy if you want. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, if you're if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, you could wear that on your shoulder and people would be like, oh, he's theming. Good job. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're like, yeah, for yeah. real. Get in here. Hurry. <laughs> um, but I, uh, my two favorite posts to work there were, there was a foyer. So you would essentially be throwing open those front doors and kind of loading mm-hmm. people into the, into the entrance, uh, there in the, in the foyer itself. And then I liked working the two stretch rooms, even though those had the, uh, uh, set of, set of complications, I guess you would say. Yeah. It was very tough to make sure people were staying away from the walls and loading. I'm glad in. you said that, Steve. Would you mind sharing with us why we're why we have to stand away from the walls? Not necessarily for the joke of move to the dead center of the room, because mm-hmm. I only recently heard a, a a reason for this. You might have to explain to me, Greg, because I I always thought that it was a uh it was it was a carryover from the Disneyland one because it's an elevator and so with it being in Disneyland, they were supposed to stay away from the walls because the walls shifted. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure the reasoning for ours. Interesting that I will not say. Because <laughs> right. it's, it's kind of weird. How do you um, not know when you worked there? I, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, Beth. <laughs> okay. Because I, cause I was like, it's not an elevator though, right? Like ours is not an elevator. It's I not. It's, those... it's not. Okay. It's not. Because um, it was very interesting when we were in Disneyland Paris to actually see like, you know, because we like knew where the thing was when you get in there and you're like, it is weird to like see that you are, it is an elevator. It's just mm-hmm. really weird to like see it through the crack of the um, the door. I've, but I've been on the attraction where I've heard guests like as we're entering the stretch room, be like, wait, is this an elevator? No, I think yeah. it's an elevator. But while they were saying it, this happened to be a rare time where the door didn't get to close. So like the, the show started. And the door was still open because I don't think guests like moved in quickly right. enough, so like I right. couldn't close. Yep. But all they had to do that was happened. turn around and look out the door, and you're like you yeah. can, you should know for sure. <laughs> Hello, we're not <laughs> there's, moving. There's your um, answer. <laughs> yes, I have heard that it is possible because in in, a, in our stretching room here, as opposed to Disneyland or Disneyland Paris, um, the the walls move up, right? Obviously, right. correct. Whereas, yeah. but there is a potential for them to fall down, mm. to fall like back into the place ah. from whence they came. This is what I've heard from someone that we both know who has also worked at Haunted Mansion. And it has happened. And although I don't think you're going to get hurt, it could rattle the wall a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they, they request that you move away from the wall. I mean, you I just could also just say for fun. consistency sake yeah. of like how it is I mean, in it California too. But if you've yeah. been to both, yes. yeah. But some people that, don't. Some people are like, I'm standing against this wall. Yeah. Like, dude, it's for a wall. My, like, relax. From, from my recollection, that never happened during my tenure there. But um, okay. it doesn't sound like out of the realm of possibility. Did you ever get to work like the Halloween parties? And because I, I love that they get to do makeup because you guys get to do makeup for Halloween parties. Did you ever do that? 
I did. Yeah. Okay, I worked cool. probably four or five of them during my time there. Um, a lot of fun. You could, you know, really lean into the theming. Yeah. Um, I had a blast doing it. Would you guys like of... show up and do your makeup there? Like how did that work when it comes to no cosmetology the stuff? The cosmetology team would come in um, and okay. they'd start putting makeup on you. You'd kind of get pulled out of rotation and they'd zombify you up. And yeah. Then I always wondered like, how that went. Yeah. So I'm like, it would be fun to be like, oh, I get to go be in makeup tonight. So yeah. Cool. So it would, and it would be, they would, they would, the cosmetologists were really good too. They would, you know, be like, it's really, really hot tonight and I don't want to be caked in makeup. So they, they would yeah. do lighter for some people or heavier for others, depending on your level of comfort. So that was, yeah. that was always nice. Hmm. Well, my last question for you is with all of the costumes that you've had in your tenure, do you still own any of them? I, I do not. I was a goody two shoes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was a goody two shoes. He says, I, the one thing, so I'll be honest, I really did. I, I gave all of my costumes back at the end. Um, cause you never know, you know, one day maybe I want to come back and then they're going to say, well, you owe us $750 for a missing costume. <laughs> you got to keep that rehire status alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, my, my, I still got my Perner memorized. So that's our, <laughs> our, you know, the, the employee ID member, um, uh, number, um, but no, I got rid of, I turned everything in, including my, my jungle cruise hat that I had for almost seven years. Um, so yeah, you're like, do you guys really want this back? Like seriously? I, I was like, this is clearly being thrown in the garbage. Like nobody yeah. in their Why right mind would want to wear it? this. Since you were a skipper for so long, um, and I'm sure people in your life associate you with being a skipper. Do you often get like skipper related either memes or like if you see skipper merch when skipper merchandise gets released to people like oh we send like the shirt that i'm wearing like well mm-hmm. do, like people in your family be like oh it's a skipper it's a jungle cruise shirt you better get this steve yeah i'm i'm obsessed with all things jungle cruise merch uh my fiance is giving me dirty looks right now because <laughs> she's shaking her head Cause it's too much because because yeah. i get a lot of it but I'm, i actually i like jungle cruise merch because it's a little bit harder to come by um, and mm-hmm. so yeah. usually if it comes out, there's a slightly better, it's a, I find it a little more interesting than, you know, uh, I don't know, some of the other attractions yeah. where it's just the, the same stuff kind of plastered everywhere. Does your fiance know that that's what you're planning to wear when you guys get married? <laughs> don't tell her, <laughs> don't tell her. <laughs> the unflattering her. skipper costume. It's going to be yeah. so perfect for Vermont. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> A burlap tux. <laughs> Steve, if you need if you need me to head to costuming and check out a, a skipper mean, costume, you let me know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> It'd be hilarious! Or you have I mean, like I'm... a tux made out of that material. Oh my <laughs> god, we can make that happen. I've never been to Magic Kingdom costuming because I've only worked in one area, and it's not that area. But mm-hmm. I'll figure it out for you. I'll do it. Steve. <laughs> um, so, how many costumes did you say you had in your possession at like any given time? Like different I think... types. I think it was seven or eight. So I, I, by the time I left, I worked at Jungle, Haunted Mansion, Hall of Presidents, Pirates of the Caribbean, the ATT Complex, and then I trained, facilitated, and coordinated. So that was seven, because two of the the trainer costumes were the same. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you were going to tell us what area facilitator does. does What What do they do? Yeah. I don't know if it even still exists. Um, when I when I was there, they essentially you know everyone takes traditions and then mm-hmm. you do the um the the park kind of orientation which i believe was called once upon a time is now i don't know if that still is it's called celebrate after, forever something like that so yeah you know yeah <laughs> today is for you magic kingdom mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um but after the after the park orientation you would have essentially two days of kind of um land orientation and so that's what the, where the facilitators came in. So mm. essentially they've gone through two days of traditions and then park orientation. And now I was saying, welcome to Adventureland Liberty Square. Here's your job assignment. Here's where you get the costuming. Here's where, mm, okay. um, you know, here's all of this e-learning that you have to go through and, you know, kind of modeling guest service behaviors, that kind of stuff. It was, gotcha. but it, I actually really enjoyed that. It was a nice, it was another nice change of pace. Yeah. So flash forward, you're living in New York, no longer a cast member, and you eventually start to work for a Disney Broadway play. Yeah. How did that happen? So actually, so I actually, so I was hired by Disney in 2008 as full-time at AdLib, um, went seasonal <clears throat> that fall and came back to the city. I'm still trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career. 
Um, my undergrad was in arts management, so I thought I wanted to work in theater for my career. Um, but I came back and I, I got a job on Broadway um, as the food and beverage manager for Mary Poppins on Broadway. So we were uh, kind of a participant. Uh, we were a participant, not kind of. Um, so we helped manage all the, the concessions and food and beverage uh, operation at the theater. Um, and yeah, I kind of led, uh, you know, I was that angle with the front of house management team that, you know, between us and merchandise and the ushers. Um, and I did that for about three years. It was, it was really, really cool. Interesting. Yeah. So what are you doing now? So I work for Summit One Vanderbilt, which is a uh, brand new observation deck, um, which is attached to Grand Central. Uh, we're hitting our one year anniversary actually um, oh. on October 21st. So just a couple more days. Um, cool. And I'm a director of guest experience there. So it's a really good experience. Got a great team. Um, yeah. We had a million guests uh, over the summer. Do you tell so, skipper jokes sometimes just to make yourself always, feel good? Always. Yep. My my uh, my direct team definitely rolls their eyes a lot at uh, <laughs> half of half of my nonsense, more than half of my nonsense, but Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, seem like yeah. the kind of guy who could give give a lot of nonsense with a straight face. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> People yep. are like Wait, what? <laughs> and then, yep. And then it's usually a roll of the eyes and people leave my office. So I know yeah. how to clear a room pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've learned. That's what you've taken yeah. away from Disney. Congratulations. Yep. Well, cool. All right, Steve, can we put you on the spot? Sure. Fast pass facts because they're fast. It's official because Beth has sung the... Uh, That's right. This is our non-copywritten, the kind here. of copywritten music. Okay. So uh, your first question, Sir Steve... Your favorite Disney character? Ooh, that's a good one. I have to like just rattle these right off, don't I? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have to go with Donald. Ooh, that's the Donny. Look at this guy. Have you seen Donald for Halloween? He's in a candy corn this year. Yeah, like, he's all about candy best. corn because it's cone. Uh, <laughs> what's your fa- your favorite Disney resort? Uh, Polynesian. Mainly for Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. I gotta keep yeah, it with true. the Jungle Cruise, you know. Gosh, true. I've never been there. Okay. Um, I've been to Polynesian. I was just there a few days ago for Ohana breakfast, but still have never been inside Trader Sam's. Mm. I don't know why. It's really a problem. Um, Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After? Uh, I don't know either of those. (gasps) Boo! Just kidding. Have you been to Epcot? (laughs) Oh, hold on. Oh, you said Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After? Yeah. Is that what you said? Oh, I have been on both of those, and the answer is a thousand percent Maelstrom. Sorry, I misunderstood the... Oh, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, these are my favorites. Thumbs up or thumbs down? The 25th anniversary Cake Castle. The Pepto Palace? Thumbs yes. up. <laughs> thumbs up? Thumbs up. Yeah. I, All right. That is my okay. brand of nonsense. All right. That's true. Honestly, I can see that. I'm disappointed. I love the way the castle looks right now. I actually really do. I'm staring at it as the wallpaper on my um, on my desktop. And it's behind me, too, actually. I'm surrounded by the castle. Mm-hmm. It's printed up. But anyway, I, I really wish that they brought back some type of ridiculous nonsense castle because it really would have made everyone mad and I just would have laughed the whole time. Yeah. Maybe I'm immature. Okay. Um, <laughs> your favorite world showcase country? Probably England. That's a good one. England. Can you do it yeah. in a shock zone? May- no. <laughs> no. Neither can I. I'm terrible. I can't. At it, I can't but... either. It's fine. Um, uh, what is your your favorite Disney movie? Uh oh gosh, I'm gonna keep it seasonally appropriate right now and say Hocus Pocus. Okay, okay. we'll allow We'll give it. you that one. We'll give you that one. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? Your favorite. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite quick service restaurant? Oh, that's a good one. Um. You know, I did Ronto Roasters for my first time this past visit. Mm-hmm. Um, really liked that. Uh, but I will also give an honorable mention to Columbia Harbor House. Ooh, all right. Greg's faves. It's a nice, quiet spot yeah. in the park. Mm-hmm. All right. My last one here is Wishes or Happily Ever After. Oh, gosh. Mm. Well, you're going to know where I stand on this one. <laughs> wishes 100%. <laughs> 100%. And never celebrate forever. <laughs> Well, Steve, thanks for hanging out with us. And yeah. Talk. Normally, this is where I say, hey, make sure you follow our guest Steve online, but he doesn't really have an Instagram account. By the way, I, kudos to you because um, I feel like you're you're living a life of like relaxation, probably not having to worry about right. social media. 
Yes. We'll figure out. But where are we going to see your Jungle Cruise-themed wedding? I mean, how am I going to see photos of that? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll make sure to put it on uh, uh, on the latest TikTok <laughs> for, for all those for all those TikToker kids That's how you do there. it, right? That's how you do yeah. it. <laughs> on the TikTok? I'll see you on yeah. the TikTok, Greg and Beth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds you're, great. You're at your wedding. I'm like, so when does TikTok get here? When are they filming? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. Steve. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right. Oh, boy. Um, just have a couple of little news nuggets. Nothing too big, but Benny the Baby O... Baby. Benny the Baby O'Copy mm. was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And so to, um, this past week, they introduced him out to you know, the kingdom. Um, I guess they kind of keep them like sort of hidden for a while because as I was reading, I was like, oh, he was actually born in July to mother Olivia, but I think they actually like debuted him out. So, um, and world, what is it? The news to see world Okapi day is right around the corner, which is on October 18th. And so that's the day that they recognize the significance of the endangered species. Um, and yeah, so super cute. I'm assuming you can see him now out maybe now, like if you're doing the safari, you might be able to see Benny and that's like the whole thing. That's why it's so exciting. But yeah, um, he was, he currently weighs just under a hundred pounds and they said he stands a little over three feet tall from hoof to shoulder. He eventually will grow to be between five and six feet tall and up to 650 pounds. Mm, Me too. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And basically they just said they're like monitoring him and his growth and all of those types of things. Benny is named in honor of a town in the uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo, the only Uh country where endangered Okapis are found. Um, And he was named by the team. Basically the care team is the one that they come together and they pick their name. So if you see little baby Benny out, give give us a little shout out because we love the babies. A little baby. You can see him on on the safari. He'll just be a little slimy. Mm-hmm. Gross. I'm not going to play the sound effect. Do you remember that? Do you remember that no. Time? Yes. I'm a- <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> um, one other little nug is that Run Disney did do a, a medal reveal for the 2023 Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend Run Disney event. Ask for it by name. But if you haven't seen these, I'll see if I can post some some photos of these from Disney because they're cool. Like this yeah. is a cool batch of medals. This um, the marathon weekend's February of next year. Um, we do have the wine and dine coming up in about two weeks, which mm-hmm. your boy will be at That's running, right. running the 10K. But um, the twenty twenty three Princess Half Marathon medals are awesome. It's the princesses. Get this running running yeah so it's it's jasmine with raja and and carpet it looks like maybe abu was on there too for the 5k the mm-hmm. 10k is bell um it looks like moana is in one as well and aurora cinderella yeah or oh, maybe that's cinderella sorry it's so small um yeah oh it is cinderella it's not aurora sorry mm-hmm. and i think tiana is in there is in the mix as well it's just a cool looking uh bunch of of medals and it's the 15th anniversary of the princess half marathon weekend. So if you're running that shout us out so we can like, you know, cheer you on. Yeah. Come check it out. All right. Let's go back in time for some Disney history as always brought to you by the mouselets. You can check them out on Instagram and TikTok, and they do their, their whatnot shows every now and then. So make sure you hear them talk about Disney and whatnot. That's right. Do you want me to start? Yeah. I'm going to kick us off. We're going all the way back to 2003. <laughs> That's just when we graduated high school. It's fine. Um, anyways. <laughs> Don't say this, we. I sorry. did not graduate in 2003. When did you graduate? We're the same age. 2004. Oh. Yeah. Look oh, at that. You turned. Was... Yeah. Brent we're different school back. years. I was not held back. Stop that. <laughs> My birthday was one day after the, the uh, cutoff. The cutoff. I was often the oldest person in my I class. I thought because... that we, all, we were always the same year. Anyways, okay. Um, this week, back in 2003, a two-day celebration of Disney's railroad legacy began at Walt Disney World. Members of the Carrollwood Pacific Historical Society and the, is it Brogy? Have you, do you know this? Brogy? I think it's Brogy. Brogy? It's either Brogy sure. or Brogy. We'll say Brogy. The Brogy family of California attend to rededicate the Roger E. Brogy Steam Engine Number 3. The steam engine, named for the late Roger Brogy, who was Disney's original Imagineer, is one of four that puffed around the Magic Kingdom. Puffed. Puffed. And I say puffed because they don't puff right now. So Yes. Um, I thought that was cool. They did like a little celebration. Um, and if you didn't know who Roger Brogy is, he was one of 
the I original was, Puff Daddy. He was oh, no, the di- original Puff Imagineer. Look at that. Puff the Magic Imagineer. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. What you got? Um, I'll take us back to 1965 when Disney was secretly purchasing up some land Ooh, for the Florida six. Project, and news of the project was leaked to the Orlando Sentinel. M.T. Lot. Nin- yes, so 1965 is when that news was leaked, which means it obviously was un- like it was already underway, and the park didn't yeah. open for another six years after that. Yeah. Which really isn't that much time, considering all that they did to the land. No, considering it's taking Tron five years to be built, and they did <sighs> oh a whole... Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't, don't even get me get started. Me started. Um, all right, well, before Greg wraps us, up, wraps us up with a quote today... If you like what you heard, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a nice review on iTunes, so that way others can locate us easier in the platform in their platform of choice in the world of Disney Podcast. You can follow along with us on the TikToks or the Instagrams at That Park Life Podcast. If you'd like to leave us a question, you can do so on our Instagram highlight. It's Ask Beth and Greg. You can check it out there. And to follow our personal Instagram accounts, I am at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. And if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones, you can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com and submit a magic gram. It's free for everyone because we just love sharing the magic. All right, Greg, take it away. Got a quote for you all from Baloo. And your quote is, quote, when you find out you can live without it, go along not thinking about it. Mm, quote. End quote. End quote. <laughs> with that, we will leave you all. A shout out again to Steve for hanging yeah. out with us today. We'll see you all next week for our Haunting yeah. of Disney Parks episode. Get ready for some spook. Right, and don't bye, forget everyone. to check out Steve on TikTok. Yes. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs>